Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Water, and I'm here as always with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Scott, how are you? Fantastic, my friend. We are going to be diving in to a fun topic today that we are going to call the top five non-negotiables for fasting for fat loss. Mm. I in real time, reserve the right to maybe make it six or five and a half or eight, but we have five <laughs> and then we'll see where it goes. So before we get into that, I uh, just want to welcome in, if you're new to the podcast, thank you for giving us a shot. Thank you for adding us to your fasting yeah. uh, framework and your fasting journey. Welcome, um, welcome. Like, subscribe, review, would love to hear from you. And if you want to hear more about our journey, and how fasting has transformed our lives, then head back to episode one, give it a listen, uh, give you more perspective onto who we are and why we do what we do and why we are now 215, 17, 20 episodes in yeah. to bringing you an episode Whatever each and every week because we really truly are on a mission to help people once and for all lose the weight, adapt a fasting lifestyle and gain control like we have, and it's really just given our yeah. lives back. So preach it. If you are excited about that, head back to episode one. If you're an OG listener, thank you again for being a part of the Fasting for Life fam. We appreciate you. Appreciate yes. you continue to show up and continuing to be a part of this movement. So, Tommy, five non negotiables for fasting for fat loss. Let's get into it. Mm. Yeah, you know, it, it's almost like uh, I, I can I can see myself a few years back going, I, I don't why do why do we even need to be talking about non negotiables? Fasting is so simple, right? Like, it, it's such an easy thing to do. Uh, don't you just have to just stop eating for a while? Like, uh, that's that's isn't it pretty cut and dry? Right. But when we when we get into the nitty gritty, and when we actually see where the results happen, how the habits stick, how they how we habit stack things on top of each other to actually build a sustainable lifestyle that's actually going to work to, you know, reverse whatever's going on, the blood sugar issues, take the weight off, whatever the, the case might be or what what part of your reason is for, for you know, wanting to adopt a fasting lifestyle um, or use fasting for a certain purpose, um, success leaves clues. So, you know, we, we go through and we take a look at where do results come from. And, uh, you know, one of the places where they come from that we've talked recently about um, from some of the research that started to break down how to actually optimize um, insulin and blood sugar um, post meals, which is a very, very important part of gaining control of the physiological processes that dictate what's happening on the scale, how you're feeling, your cravings, your energy level, uh, your level of inflammation, all these kind of things. And it, it happens to be the simple act of walking. But we, we talked more about like the nitty gritty of that and how to optimize it too, right? 
Yeah. So principle number one, rule number one, what do we call it? Five non-negotiables. Non-negotiable number one. I'll probably call it seven different things before we're over here. Um, and it'll probably have some alliteration in it as well. Um, is movement, right? Like Mm -hmm. we try to eat less, move more, right? Fasting is the simplest way to eat less, right? Like it it really is. There's so many more layers to it, right? When it comes to hunger cues and hormones and all that kind of stuff. And like you had mentioned previous episodes, but movement. Well, what kind of move? Should I exercise faster or fat? Should I, should, well, mm. no, just literally move H-I-I-T? it. H-I-I-T? Should I do Right, eat less, move yeah. more is the smallest percentage of your total caloric burn is EAT, exercise activity thermogenesis. Mm-hmm. So the non-exercise activity thermogenesis, the activities of daily living, things like walking, movement, mm-hmm. can be such a game changer in a fat loss phase. Yes. Dozens and dozens of testimonials of people like, yeah, I don't really work out. I, I got 80 pounds to lose. It kind of hurts. Like thinking about going running For or sure. going to the gym, mm-hmm. literally walk. And it doesn't have to be 10,000 steps a day. We've done this. Some some of the, that that was just a marketing thing that came out of, I believe it was Japan, if I recall. Yeah, we, we had an was. episode 10,000 steps to nowhere where it wasn't actually like a, like a, a research back number. Sure. But the walking component is that movement component. Now you can do other workouts. You can add in some resistance training. We we definitely recommend that. Some zone two mm-hmm. training, we recommend that. We're doing stuff this year like dead hang, farmer carry, body weight deadlift, yeah. like some functional. longevity metrics, some functional mm-hmm. stuff, right? After two bicep tendon surgeries and a shoulder avoidance of a shoulder surgery, I've had lots mm-hmm. of tendon issues yeah. um, lately and ligament issues over the last few years. Uh, mm. You know, powerlifting, not not in, my, not in my thing anymore, not really needed, didn't get me healthy in the first place. Sure. Just one metric, but um, getting, you know, your joints moving, and the easiest way to do that is walking. Never mind, does it help, like you mentioned, Tommy, the post-meal blood sugar decrease, right? The, um, the ability to get the biggest bang for your buck in terms of a fat loss phase. And mm. it won't be that, gnawing hunger increase if you go do a 60 minute boot camp at the right. local gym. Yeah. Yeah. Do a spin class and see if you're not hungry afterwards, you know? <laughs> so 10,000 steps. I mean, that that's a, that's a big number that we, we see pointed out a lot of times. Oh, I never landed the plane with the actual good target to aim for. Well, Thank yeah, you. like a, like a great optimal target that we saw in the research and we've talked about it before was actually around 7,000 steps. So if you do want to set a step goal, that's a good one to, to set for yourself. And then if, if you have the, the flexibility to be able to, to break that up or kind of choose when you do that during the day, break it up into, into maybe three different walks, about two or 3,000 steps each. That would kind of be your optimal, um, you know, going throughout the day and kind of t- uh, staying within a, a tight blood sugar and insulin range all throughout the day. Love it. Absolutely love it. And that applies too, because that episode that we did on this was cool because you could break it up, right? for mm-hmm. the total time and then you'll get the blood sugar benefit post meal. Like let's say you're wading yes. into fasting yeah. or you've hit a plateau and you're kind of backing off or life's been crazy or stressful and you're like, ah, man, thought of OMAD right now. Oof. Oof. Sheesh. <laughs> well, let me do a TUMAD, right? So yeah. we're going to apply a couple of things to the TUMAD lifestyle here because we want to begin with the end in mind, talk about maintenance. What is maintenance mm-hmm. looking for me? Most days, two meals a day. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's good. Some days not. Some days less, some days is OMAD. Right now I'm mm-hmm. doing a 30 hour fast once a week. So nice. 
making sure I'm breaking through that insulin sensitivity window. So is it ever with, more? Quick question for the couch. Is it ever more? Is it ever like, like a three meals a day? For me? Yeah, for you. No. Okay. Never. You? Just not. Just, no. No. I can't remember the last three meals I had in one day. I, 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 I would feel awful. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know I if I want to do that. Yeah. Even eating it, good food. Like I just, I eat my two uh, meals now and I'm like, hmm. Pound of ground beef, some raw cheese, some eggs, mm -hmm. maybe a ribeye. Nice. It's like, hmm, I'm kind of full. I feel right. good. Satiated. Yeah. Blood sugar I stable. Need, I don't need three of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Area under the curve on my CGM looks good. Yeah. All right, let's go. So yeah, no, for me, it's not. Yeah. Makes um, sense. But the cool thing is you can break this up. So this is, we want to, as last week's episode, we talked about, I want to remove the threshold the activation energy threshold, the motivation need necessary. Mm -hmm. Like we want, we want to make these these actions that we do on a daily basis like simple and not difficult to achieve. It's like that whole old school adage of lay your workout clothes out before you get up in the morning because literally yeah. making the decision of what I'm going to wear to the gym can be mm -hmm. the one thing that your monkey brain goes, ah, eh, not going to go. Yeah. Right. So yep. saying you're going to work out five days a week after work versus hey, I'm going to go for a walk once a day. Mm -hmm or for 15 minute walk twice a day, you can do that anytime. You can be at work. Yeah. You can go for a walk. Yep. And then you find yourself with a little extra time, yeah. a little extra motivation, yep. then upgrade it if you wanna you know, yep. go into a class or go to the gym or something like that. But it gives you the ability to check that box much more yep. consistently, which yep. means now I have now I have uh, stability, right? And not saying don't do CrossFit workouts or boot camps or any of that kind of stuff today, but this is the mm -hmm. simplest form of a non-negotiable for uh, for fasting for fat loss is movement, right? Move yeah. your body because we are literally sitting ourselves, myself included, like yeah, we're sitting sit right now all the yeah. time, right? Mm -hmm. So we record three, four podcasts at a time. It's hours. Like well, I got to get up and move, right? So that's why the right. workout was done early this morning. The Peloton ride zone two is in. The cold plunge is going to take place right after this. Mm. I'm going to go get my kids. We're going to be outside in the cul-de-sac moving around later, right? Nice. Yeah. The thought of going for a walk with my little terrorist is just <laughs> not my thing. If you've heard about the walking episode in the past, mm -hmm. working on the walking. All right. Non-negotiable number two for fasting for fat loss. We've never said this, the second half of this before. Okay. Cause there's this okay. thing in fasting. What breaks a fast? Well, is it, can I put lemon in my water? Ah, can I use a LMNT? Can I element? Mm -hmm. I always spell LMNT cause no one knows what they are, but if you want a free sample pack, <laughs> head to the show notes, click the link, place an order. You get a free sample pack. Okay. I vote for grapefruit. If you haven't tried them, if you like oh, grapefruit, yeah, it is no longer seasonal, sir. I know. The secret's out. Right. Thank you, Element. Good call. For Good making move. that part of my life year round. That right. is an absolute level up and I am grateful for that. So if, hold on, if you don't like grapefruit, because I know a lot of people don't, raspberry is, is my number two. Yep, raspberry is good. There's no whole yep. chocolate line, like blowing yeah. my mind. Yep, I like it in coffee. Some of y'all are going, what's an Element? <laughs> it's an electrolyte packet. It's just welcome, welcome to the club. Right. Go to the link, get a sample box, give us a shout out when you have the same euphoria that we do. Right. Not something every day I use, but it has become part of, but we get a lot of questions about this kind of stuff. What breaks, can I put creamer in my coffee? You know, mm. at some point in the Dr. Fung reading and journey and podcasts and all the stuff of us learning about fasting years ago, standing on the shoulder of giants, right? 
Right. There was this thing, oh, a couple tablespoons of creamer in your coffee. Not a big mm -hmm. deal. But the non-negotiable, number two, is for no- For fat loss, fasting. For fat loss. Yeah. For Wait. For fasting, Dang for it. fat loss. <laughs> I knew, stop it. Top five non-negotiables for fasting, for fat loss. Yeah. Messing with me. Yep. Non-negotiable number two, no liquid calories. Ooh. Well, what Dude about coffee? Gauntlet. We'll let you have coffee. Coffee, yeah. Five calories even, per serving. Coffee's like five calories, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it. Because where's <laughs> your line? Okay, where's your line in the sand? Where's your perfection line? Yeah. Right. So fizzy drinks, sugary iced coffees, you know, all of, we know that the, the Frappuccino or whatever from Dunk, Dunkin'. Oh, man. They yeah. call it, is it Dunkin' Donuts anymore? Is it D&D &D now? Whatever they call it. I don't know. Starbucks. Hey, y'all, I wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, and now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use a promo code uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, uh, my little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He is our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out um, how we can help him sleep. And uh, the reality is uh, we were pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put the Air Doctor Pro in his room. And I am not joking when I tell you the first night that we put it in his room, he slept through the night. The second night, slept through the night. Now we're up to 35 plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times, rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is uh, we had a feeling that it was something that we were missing. And the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days. In some cases, up to 100 times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors. And we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? An air purifier, a cut above the rest. I'm not going to lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money and they have not done the results that Air Doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room. They filter out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants. That includes pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I don't know what it was that was keeping them up, but it is now gone. So Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe easy money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com. Use promo code fasting for life to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. An exclusive listener um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. That's exclusive to you, the podcast listener, now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code fasting for life. You guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. And if it wasn't for this incredible company and this, the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the fasting for life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in and now back to today's episode. Avoid it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was a big thing back in New England. There's just millions True. of Dunkin' Donuts everywhere where I yeah. grew up. I, I only used to see them like when I would be on road trips, but now they're everywhere. Right. 
So a lot of the times we know when we've eaten a piece of cake, right, that we should probably do something about it. Yeah. In the in the in the dieting mindset, right? Okay. Whoops, shouldn't have done that. I guess I'll go work it off, right? Well, no. Yeah. But with drinks, calories. we kind of forget about it. Mm. So we want to prioritize water, coffee, sure. If you can't do black, try a different type of coffee. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, if you're doing protein shakes or or collagen stuff, it, put them in inside of your um, you know, nutrition windows. Yeah. Green tea's great. Peak tea's great. But here's the thing we've never said. Okay. No liquid calories. This isn't just during your fasting windows. This is also mm-hmm. during your nutrition opportunities. And where is Waldo? <laughs> this pops up. During a fat loss phase, mm-hmm. avoid the fizzy sugary stuff like we mentioned and alcohol. Ooh. That's... Not forever. Yeah. For how long? How long's your goal? <laughs> yeah, what is your goal, right? What why is your goal? F- why are you in this fat loss phase? Right. So the it's, problem with alcohol is that it just, it it completely clamps down your fat burning. And I'm not yeah. saying you can't have it, right? But for a lot of people, this doesn't fall into the category of, category of something that should be um, limited in the short term or mm. strategically planned because it will make fasting more difficult as well. For sure. To close your window and to start the next day fasting. 100%. 100% of the time. And that's and why to, we're saying it. And to make good food choices or better yes. food choices. Oh, my inhibitions during. go through. I don't even like cake. I'll eat cake if I've been drinking. Right. <laughs> All of a sudden, like I need the cake and, and the blood sugar and the insulin spike and the calorie load to go with it. And, and let alone the cravings during my, you know, during tomorrow, during my next fast. So it, it, it's quite the vicious cycle. And I've never really thought about this either as like compartmentalizing or pausing any alcohol consumption during a fat loss phase. Um, I certainly didn't, although I, I kind of naturally uh, kind of shied away from it or or definitely decreased my intake um, as I got mm-hmm. better and more consistent with my fasting. So that was kind of a, a positive byproduct. But I, I think that this is this is helpful to look at as 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 a, a really as a really um, as a good pillar for a fasting to fat loss, like a, a fasting for fat loss phase, if you will. Um, because <laughs> yeah, right. Because there there are so many calories. There's so much of a of a, or a physiological response where it has to do something with the alcohol. It becomes an urgent matter. And there's always a temptation for more. And then there's always the temptation of the next day or maybe a few days later or looking forward to the next opportunity to where, I mean, you stack up enough days like that or evenings like that. It, it can become really, it can put you into a plateau very, very quickly or a frustrating lack of results. And again, this is specifically we're focused on a fat loss phase here right? and we want to optimize that process. And so if we can think about alcohol as liquid calories and just push those aside, put them in a separate bucket, that's really going to help. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Non-negotiable number three for fasting Mm -hmm. for fat loss. I nailed it that time. (laughs) Prioritize protein. Mm. We hear a ton about how much protein should I eat this, I'm doing keto, I'm doing this, I'm Prioritize it. 
If you're a vegetarian, prioritize it. If you're a vegan, prioritize it. If you're doing carnivore, you don't have to prioritize it. You're pretty much right. probably going to be eating it, right? But you get right. my point. So prioritizing protein, minimum standard, 0.7 or 0.8, right? Grams per pound of body, goal body weight. Mm. It's also the most satiating of the macronutrients, carbs, fats, and proteins. Yeah. Right? It's great for your blood sugar. It's going to help your body composition. If you prioritize mm -hmm. protein, when you lose the weight, you're not going to lose the lean muscle tissue. You're also going to get the growth hormone, which is lean muscle protective, not anabolic, but growth, growth hormone protective and the noradrenaline that spikes, mm. right? You're going to, you're going to get the increased metabolic burn. You're going to get that protective lean muscle tissue protectiveness of the fast, but then the protein is going to stimulate muscle growth, which is lean muscle tissue, which is what we want. We want to be mm. in a better position to decrease the chance of regain, right? When we lose the weight. So if you're in a fat loss phase, we want to prioritize protein. You want to make sure you're doing that in a way that you can consume it in a reasonable time frame, right? And you mm -hmm. feel satiated, not stuffed during your okay. um, during your eating or nutrition opportunities. One reason why I like this as an underlying foundational non-negotiable mm -hmm. is because protein doesn't happen by accident. It's more expensive. It takes time to prepare. I have to put some thought into it. I might have to look Almond at the recipe. Almond butter is protein, right? Oh, yeah. Almond butter There's is a lot a of really mislabeled foods out there that are protein sources that are not. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Like even like good even good fats can happen relatively by accident because like if you like peanut butter or almond butter, um, it's 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 loaded with fat. It does have some protein, but much, much higher proportion of the calories are coming from fat, which means that um again if protein is not being deliberately prioritized, it just doesn't happen by accident. So putting that in a, in a prioritized, um, you know, spot in your macronutrients or whenever you make food decisions means that you're, you're doing one of the most helpful things that you can whenever you're making food choices and you're lowering the likelihood that you're going to feel snacky and cravy right. and need carbohydrates and, you know, and, and more and, and empty calories and less likely to snack or break your fast, um, you know, faster than you wanted to. So things like nuts, right? They're great sources of fiber, mm -hmm. healthy fats, but you'd have to eat 600, 700 calories of peanuts to get a decent amount of protein, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Nut butters, we already mentioned that. Protein snacks, right? Like all the protein chips and all that stuff out of there or the protein, the high protein breads, yeah. right? Like eh, probably not as rich as protein as you're thinking. Yeah. Um, better, so we're going to better than the normal one, you know? Right. Like, but right. Not for sure. So that's why we want to prioritize protein in any way. Just when you build your plate, when you break your fast, prioritize protein, healthy fats. And then if you're going to be doing carbs, natural and refined process of carbs to fill in the gaps. Okay. Number four, non-negotiable for fasting for fat loss mm -hmm. is clean lines. Ooh, what do you mean? So two applications here. One is closing your window, not mm -hmm. extending it to fit the chips after dinner, but literally eat the chips with your dinner. Okay. okay. Put it meal. in the window, compartmentalize. Yeah. Okay. And then the second scenario is, let's say a TMAD, you're on a 16-8, right? You're having a mm -hmm. hormone building day. Okay. Right? You're making sure you're getting enough quality nutrition in. Well, let's say you're doing a two mat. 
don't graze that whole window and snack the whole time. Yeah. But make it two distinct eating opportunities. So clean lines is number four on the list of non-negotiables for fasting for fat loss. Wow. Um, I, I really like that one because I, I feel like that when you're like, I asked you earlier, do you ever do three meals in a day? You said, no, I don't need that. I, I don't want that. So when you're doing two meals, a lot of times that's kind of a, almost a misunderstanding or a misnomer that we hear about a lot where somebody is using two meals, but also since they already completed the fast, quote unquote, before that, then it's kind of an, an open season. So maybe some days are better than others, but that that eight hour or that six hour, maybe if it's even a four hour turns into like an unlimited graze fest or just kind of constantly walking through the kitchen or I got whatever snacks. Little it's kind of just stick here, on. a little, you know, leftover breakfast sausage from my kid's plate, a little mm -hmm. little snacky poo after the breakfast, right? After <laughs> the meal, right? If maybe you stop and get a coffee or Yeah. Yeah. With limit, limit it. that. Right. Yeah. Cause it's, cause it's on, you know, cause my fast is done at right. this point. But the thing well, is, I'm sorry. I meant during the window. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like yeah. in between, like say you have breakfast, you leave the house, you grab a coffee. You're like, oh, I got a little, little, little eggy bake. That looks mm -hmm. good. Or a, I don't know, a protein bagel or whatever the heck right. we're just talking about. Right. Ooh, yeah. yeah that looks nice. But those, those lines matter. They matter for your blood sugar. They matter for your insulin. They matter for your results and also consistency, for your, right? yeah, for your consistency and your discipline going into the next fast. So think about, Think about that as like two meals is, you know, compartmentalized with clean lines and those boundaries are going to matter. Am I going to see today's boundaries on the scale tomorrow? Probably not, but with the consistency and they, they will add up over time for sure. So I would just say, try to prioritize protein too during your snacks, right? Make your, mm -hmm. make your snacks enjoyable. Yeah. Um, like if you're going to snack, like don't put it in between, like don't, don't have it as a, have it as like an, like, okay, I just had my meal. I'm going to have some fruit for dessert. Mm. Like maybe fruit was your go-to snack, or I'm going to have yeah. the, the salty, cravy, HPA axis, high cortisol, high yeah. stress. salt. I'm speaking from experience after yeah. dinner, you know, salty, snacky, crunchy thing. Mm -hmm. Bring it into your window. Just have it with dinner. Just have it with dinner. Yeah. Like right? That. Put it, plan it, compartmentalize it. All right. Rule number five of the non-negotiables for fasting for fat loss. Mm -hmm. This is an easy one to say. Sometimes it's hard to do. Just like fasting is simple, but sometimes it's not easy. True. Due to life and spouses and friends and family and Hallmark calendars and cookouts and sporting events and Super Bowls and, you know, you just keep, the list just keeps going on. Right. Rule number five, Tommy, start now. That's my favorite one. Like right now. Yeah. That's Not my tomorrow. favorite one. Yeah. Not Monday. Not after the bag of chips is gone. <laughs> Not after the last piece of cake. Now. It's a mindset shift. Mm-hmm. But we need to break that pattern, right? Because this dieting mindset, we want a lifestyle. We don't want a diet, we want a lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. Know your behaviors, but when you decide in the moment and vote yes for you, you start to build trust that when those situations that have failed you in the past come up again, that you'll have the ability to vote yes for you and stick to the plan. Mm. And like, why deny yourself 
any of those votes or any of that confidence and trust building, why push it off any longer? You don't have to push it off. You could literally make make the decision, start your next fast right now, not tomorrow or not next week or not on Monday. I mean, you know, we're 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 just a few weeks into the year, you know, at this point. And so we don't we don't have another opportunity for for like a big break in the calendar, right? You don't have to wait till the first of the month or next quarter or anything else like that. Yeah, you get but, the opportunity. Yeah, with this episode, New Year's resolutions are gone. Right. Either you didn't yeah. make them or you made them and they're gone. Hmm. Let's revisit them. Let's change them. Let's move forward. Yeah. But you got to start now. You got to make that decision now, not wait for January 1st next year. Right. Absolutely. And like, there, there's no reason to. And, you know, this this applies to to also like if you felt like you've been stuck lately, which happens a lot, you know, like mm -hmm. there are fasting plateaus. There's times when you're kind of like uh, adjusting to the new me a little bit or getting the habits right or maybe adjusting your plate or you're working on relationship with food, whatever it might mm -hmm. be. There's a lot of times where maybe the scale kind of stalls. So maybe you feel like you've just kind of been maintaining. Mm -hmm. Well, if if it's if there's another fat loss phase that you need or that's in your future, why not start it now? Like we, like we we laid out all the pieces for it. There's there's not really any reason to wait. Like I would say if you, if you feel tempted to to continue to wait for it, like really ask yourself like let, let me justify that. How would, how would I justify that? How would I make a good argument that now is not the best time to start my next fast law, fat loss phase? Yep. 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 I love it. I love it. I love it. So to recap movement, right? Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be 10 K steps, but add walking in super simple, right? But move every single day, no liquid calories, right? Mm. Prioritize protein, no snacking. We want clean lines, clean lines in our fasting and the closing of our windows. Yep. And now is the time to start. Those are the top five non-negotiables for fasting for fat loss. You want more support? What to do next? Tommy, they can head to the show notes. They can click the link for the blueprint to fasting for fat loss. Give you some yes. science, give you some physiology, some application, some fasting windows. Head over. It's free 20-page PDF. It will zoom it over into your inbox. It's yours. You want to join the community, the Facebook community we have as well, Fasting for Life community, where we break the first two rules of fasting 24-7, which is we talk about fasting 24-7, 365, right. and you can get some encouragement and some certainty that you are making the right choices and you're on the right path. So, Tommy, as we wrap up today's episode, appreciate everybody listening in. If you're new, mm -hmm. welcome. If you're an OG, thanks for being part of the Fasting fam. Yes. Set those timers. Set them. Yep. Thank you, sir. That's we'll all. talk soon. Start now. All right. Thanks. Bye. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day -day life. While you're there, download your free fast start guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.